2: But it's Sunday night, as you may notice, there is only three of us though. Uh, Grace has been caught up in London with these flash floods. Um, <laughs> the videos he sent me are absolutely horrendous. So, um, not only has he his issues in some premises with regards to flooding, that's all I'll say to you, and getting home is going to probably be a Five or six hour trek by the looks of it. So, um, Grizz understandably is not with us tonight, but I do have Shawnee and I do have Keith. And I've asked Matt, but um, despite him demanding to be on podcast since he made a star appearance on Thursday, uh, he won't show up. So that's how it is, even though I've told him continuously it's 10 p.m. on Sundays, um, in the WhatsApp for the last three days. But, um, lads, you're all very welcome, Shawnee. You're looking amazing, um, in your Lakers top. Um, how was your weekend been, apart from being eaten alive by mosquitoes?
1: It's been grand, yeah. Uh It's me last weekend and Carrick on Shannon, so mm. I
2: had
1: to make the most of it. But uh Carrick on
0: Shannon mosquitoes.
1: Uh, f- I know. Mean, watching a lot of um watching a lot of the, um, the Olympics. Really enjoying it, to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: some good stuff in it.
1: Like it's just. When you look at these elite athletes and you're sitting on your couch eating crisps, it just makes you think, <laughs> What the fuck am I doing? Because watching them them they, they, the 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 women doing the gymnastics area, oh man, it's just mind blowing stuff like
0: but, Simone Boyles and all.
1: Oh man, incredible. Like it's just literally pure sport. It's shite that there's no crowds, but enjoying it nonetheless.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh Jeremiah B says, um didn't know Shawnee was that huge. Um, and somebody else says, um, Shawnee's looking a bit like Stretch Armstrong. Uh, <laughs> and somebody else this, says, this, Conway this, says, what the fuck, since when is Shawnee an absolute unit? This, my, must, be my, what, name,
1: this must be what Keith feels like when he wears random jerseys every week of people yeah. just says, yeah. my, my, yeah.
2: my name or air name for Shawnee is Shoulders. Um I call can Sean, see in my phone. In my phone, it's not Sean Lawson D twelve. It's uh Shawnee Shoulders <laughs> in my phone. And um, yeah, Shawnee is a unit, don't
0: mess with him. <laughs> or me, because Shawnee I'll beat
2: you. Uh Keith, how was your weekend being?
0: It was brilliant, Gav. Yeah, brilliant. Uh lovely weather over here in Dublin. I'm getting absolutely scorched. I'm like a pepper army now at this stage. I'm laid and born to a crisp. But apart from that, we're all good. Um out today playing ball with the with the lads, Paddy Lawson, the other Lawson, another unit. It must be said, out with us today. Um, did they all get well fed in that house? Didn't oh, they, like Lawson?
2: The like
0: there was no lead, there was no cut, there was no cutbacks in there. There was no cabbage water. You're right. They, they were all well fed. Them lads, I mean, big units bed, all seven over. days a week. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: But, uh, Delvin Jones says he loves the kick Keith. Um, of course, Keith was delighted when that, when that arrived. Nazim mm. says, Love the new key, love the new key, new short, Keith. It's a cracker,
0: um, I, it is. I have to say, lovely yeah. kit, big uh, John, fan. I love the accrual one when it was out. Um when it came out, I always liked that. And then when this one came, I seen, I said, Yeah, I'm having a piece of that. So all over it. <laughs> Keith,
2: Keith was splendid in that group. Gab's topless. I'm that red. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, I, I had a lovely weekend up until uh, today when I went to play golf with Andy, Veranda Cheers, and Dave Lennon, um, famously of this chat. And we went up to. Um, we went up to Dave's hometown up the north of Ireland and we had a lovely day playing golf. I'd like to apologise and put on record now um, that I apologise my play today uh, to my partner Andy and Dave and Veranda Cheese beat us four and three up in Dave's local golf course. But it was a cracking day out. Um, brilliant golf club, lovely setting, um, lovely people. And we had a great time roasting, roasting hot. But um, yeah, we had a great time doing it. So that's how all our weekends went. Now, onto the football. Um, I want to start with Gini Wijnaldum. Um, I'm g- we're going to talk about Wijnaldum, let people know. We're going to talk about Wijnaldum. We're going to talk about Harry Wilson leaving the club. We're going to talk about Gomez and Van Dijk and their availability um, you know, coming up to the start of the season. We're going to talk about Ox and a lot of talk around him and false nine and playing forward uh, in the forward positions. And in the last 20 minutes, we're just going to open her up for vi- viewers' questions, um, wherever that might be. Usually it's random. Sometimes it's football, but we'll see how it goes. But let's start with Jeannie Wijnaldum because Jeannie Wijnaldum officially... um. Was unveiled, I suppose, at Paris Saint Germain this week, and you know, there's been a lot of talk since he left the club how he was going to tell his side of the story and um, all this thing about regards to Liverpool. But, Johnny, I'll come to you first. The big thing to come over, an article written, um, a couple yesterday, I think, was Gina Minalden basically coming out and saying that. You know, he didn't feel appreciated by Liverpool fans. He felt the fans inside the ground, as opposed to those outside the ground, are two different things. And um, you know, he didn't feel loved and appreciated. What did you make of it? Because I there's a lot of ways to go with this, in my opinion.
1: I it was a lot of rubbish, Gav, to be honest with you. Um, I was actually surprised because when Look, like us all, I remember going back to the last game of the season and when he left and the applause that he got. And look, genuine adam I'm going to start by saying this, he owed Liverpool Football Club absolutely nothing. His whole time there as a professional, he was unbelievable. And I agree to an extent, maybe in, the, in his former years, he was maybe underappreciated. But I think towards the back end of his Liverpool career, Everybody understood how important he was to the team. That's why everyone was desperate for him to sign a contract. Gav, I'd have, would have had infinite more respect for Gini if he had just turned around and said, you know what, look, I'm told it was a chance. I wanted more money. I felt that Liverpool's offer didn't match how I felt my word to the team. I thought that it was worth more. And their contract offer didn't reflect that. And I would have had way more respect for him and I would have agreed with him because he did deserve a big pay rise. And if he had got it, nobody would have had a problem. But to come out and say that he left Liverpool because of a section of the fan base online, talked a bit of shy towards him on the internet. It's just fluff and bluster. Like I, To be honest with you, I think he made that initial comment in a place of emotion where he was probably frustrated that he was leaving the club and then he said that and maybe someone came back to him and said it because Henry that Henry Winter put the, the article out like he got he got the line directly from Jeannie, which he probably did mm. and I think it was a bit of a cop out like look I'd say if Mahama Salah has a bad game there's fucking idiots in his, in his Instagram yeah. mentions and on his Twitter giving him shite you just have to ignore these people. Like he said himself in the same breath that he never felt it from the people inside the stadium. He always felt that they were the ones who actually gave him the the adjuration adulation he deserved. Like it was just it was a bit cowardly, Gab, and it was very uncharacteristic of Jeannie, because it's not something that I expect from him at all. Not not something that I expect from him at all. I think he just said that to make it seem like it wasn't for the money. When even if he would have been better off making it seem like it was for the money, because I think he would have stand the good set. Now I'll end it all by saying that it, it doesn't tarnish his legacy at Liverpool for me. Like mm. it's just, just a bit, just a bit silly. Just, just so much like the Henderson thing. The last couple of weeks, I feel like it's just unnecessary showy, unnecessary drama, really.
2: Yeah. Matt Sweeney says a lot of misconception that he said the reason he ultimately left was because of abuse of fans. That's not the impression I got from his comments. We don't know how the interview has been skewed, and that's fair enough, but that's that's uh, important. Yeah, no, that that is important. And I don't think it's ultimately why he left the club. I think it's in there as a. r I don't think it's the reason he left, but it wouldn't be a reason to stay. You know to start the sort of way. So he's this has come out. Like, don't get me wrong, if for me, if and Alden turned around and said yeah, like you said, Sean, he was looking for more money, you know, um, but I didn't get the offer I was looking for at Liverpool, and you know, I went and I got this deal at PSG, and by the way, there was some fans of Liverpool that I went to too impressed with. You go fine, but Keith, yeah. nothing's come out about that. You know, nothing's no. come out about that. Like, there's nothing in, in from what I've seen about the offer Liverpool have made to him, you know, and look, I'm with Sean, he, he's 30 years of age, he probably has one, he has got one big contract left in three to four years, and you know, he's trying to get exactly what he can for that and that's absolutely fine but you know we, we heard a lot Keith about how he was going to tell his story and stuff like that and the first thing I see come out is mm-hmm. oh some of the fans didn't like me now they all get abuse Keith should they just ignore it because they are humans at the end of the day
0: yeah I mean you don't want to sort of downplay abuse because it gives people they uh, bleeding free ride to go on and say what you want <laughs> Um, Gene, the abuse, Gene, he was getting. I, I didn't follow, I seen a lot of the usual get out of my club sort of crap that was going on. Um, yeah, well, come on, you know, man. like, you, that can't be the reason why you want to leave Liverpool. No, do you know what chance. I mean? I'm, I'm not sure we'll, no,
1: we'll have you no team ahead, before yeah. kick-off We'll
0: yeah. have no team before I kick off. But like from what I could gather, and I may be wrong, like he wasn't getting racially abused by Liverpool fans. I didn't see anything like that, whereas you see other fellas like getting absolute pelters all the time. Um, so surely that can't be the reason, because it's not a Liverpool thing. Do you know what I mean? The abuse online isn't specific to Liverpool. I mean, PSG fans are pretty bleeding. If they let him know if you think he's not pulling his weight around there. So it was strange, because I thought... You come out and you say, oh, like when Torres came out and said, oh, you just don't know what happened. You know, if you just knew what happened, you'd know why you I wanted out and all this. And you sort of knew there was something behind it. Genie sort of does the same thing and then comes out with this. It doesn't make any sense, you know. He wanted out uh, he wanted to go to Barcelona. People think te- are under this misconception that Genie was going to Barcelona for less money than he was on at Liverpool. That's a lot of bollocks because Jeannie's only on seventy grand a week at Liverpool. I say only, bear with me on that, you know, when you t- t- see the money that is gone, um it, w- it was, you know, seventy grand a week was what he was on. He was low paid for the role he had. There's no way Barcelona are paying him less than that. You see Barcelona's wage bills over the years. There's not a f- hope in hell that he was going there for 50 grand a week. It went belly up there because they're in turmoil. Um, absolute mess. And it didn't go. And PSG came in and offered him more money. What, what did he get? About 180 or something. 180, 180 a week. You know, it's serious though. But it's just don't say anything about it. Do you know what I mean? There's, there was no need for Jeannie to say anything. And the, Matt made a good point there a minute ago. It could be a thing that it's getting misconstrued and comments yeah, are getting definitely. started spawned because we know how that works. We say it all the time. But if, if it's a genuine reason, I mean, Jesus. What, it's like, I,
2: I don't it, like, don't get me wrong. If it's a genuine reason, I'm okay with that. Like they're yeah. human beings. And um, I think it was John O'Dea was going on about Saka, Sancho, um, Rashford after the Euros missing the penalties and should they ignore it? Absolutely not, because they're humans, you know. But they're in they're in this sort of on this sort of landscape where people they're open for this because they are world famous footballers and sports people. It's not only to, to footballers; it's to sports people and and celebrities, I suppose, around the world. But if it's that the reason, I'm okay with that. But I would have said. Look, if like I said before, if I'd have seen him come out and say, listen, I'm on 70 grand a week at Liverpool. They offered me 120 over three years, which I think Liverpool would have went close to. I think they would have went close to around that, right? That was um, the real one, well, wasn't I? it? Uh, but, but that's no insider knowledge. That's just me going, I think they'll offer him probably 100, 120. And we've had arguments over this over the last couple of months. And, uh, we, you know, I've said, if if offer him 120, hopefully he, he takes it and he's worth it. But, you know, if that article comes out yesterday, like I said, and, and it's like, Look, Liverpool offered me this deal. I wasn't happy with the deal. I'm gone. And by the way, this is another piece, but this is the only thing to really come out in the article. If you gave yeah. me this, is the main yeah. thing to come out in the article. If it was sappy side, the financial side of things, where Gina Adam says, look, I have a family to look after. I have, you know, I have a career to look after. I've I've only probably four years left at the top level. I
0: wanted wanted a four year deal. They were only offering me a three year deal. deal. I didn't even mention money then, you know. I
2: wanted 150, but they offered me 120. He could turn around and and literally walk away and people go, Well, fair enough. Regardless of what he asked for, fair enough. But that's not the way it kind of sits. The
1: thing that's weird for me is like, there's literally four or five other routes he could have went down. He could have went down say he wanted to play a different role and a different side and he wasn't giving it. Like All of these things we would have agreed with. And I just want to get something straight. Just because Genie Moynaldum is a famous footballer and he earns a lot of money, it doesn't mean that he's not human. I know he does read these comments and that, that is fair. But at the same time, you have to be honest and say for every... 10 bad comments he gets, he probably gets a thousand good ones. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't, the fact that he leveled it at the fans a little bit was the one that was surprising to me. Because he could have went any other way and the fans would have been on his side. Yeah. He could have went, it was the money. And people would have blamed FSG. <laughs> he could have went, I wanted to play in a different role. And people would have said, well, maybe Or, I wanted, to try, or I
2: wanted to try a new challenge because Jonas is try a new. Jeannie G- pointed out that whenever LFC lost a game he would cop the for because of his contract situation now that's
1: fair isn't sorry, it? probably. I'm, yeah,
2: th- that's probably fair but I'm, I'm going to be honest with you if you're a Liverpool fan sitting down to watch Liverpool and he lose a game which he's done a lot of between the 27th or the 28th of December right through till March when he woke up yeah. again if you're sitting there as a Liverpool fan watching that and going oh well fuck and Alden because he's, he, he hasn't signed a new deal come off it If, if Jürgen Klopp isn't sitting picking a team going Jeannie's oh, G- due a new contract and I'm going to drop him because of it. And Genie's not playing because of this contract. He would have drop them out of the side. Simple as that. Like, so if you're a Liverpool fan kind of watching that and, and giving Genie the brunt of, of the abuse because Liverpool as a side and a squad and a management team lost games and plenty of them because you think it's over a contract situation. I think you're mad. I genuinely do think you're mad. But Look, we we move on from it, but lads, yeah. could, like you say, Sean, he could have he could have just turned around and said, "I was looking for a new challenge." That's all he could. If he just said yeah. that, he, he was good.
1: Cool. And any any idiot on social media now saying his legacy and all is tainted, that's just rubbish. Like Genie, whenever he represented us as a footballer, he pulled on the shirt. He gave a hundred percent. He was always fit. He won a lot of trophies. People will consider him a legend. I probably would for the impact he's had on the team, mm. the moments. Look, he owed us nothing in the end. He's moved on to other to pastures and all the best to him. I, yeah. I, I wish him all the best. I'll actually, I'll follow him with interest because I, I like him as a player. I like him as a human. And I like the idea of him going to PSG. I think he would be could be very good. He can become wherever he wants there. If it, it's the whole M. Ray Chan thing again, uh, holding on to players that when they're gone. Let's just move on. Let's worry about what yeah. we have there. That's all we can do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And before Absolutely. we do finish up on that, Gav, you know we also had Jamie Carragher's comments that came out saying, you know, oh, that's bad, Boy Genie, bad form. You know, people have their own opinions on these sort of things. As you know, celebrities, famous people, look, even this show. Do you know what I mean? We get negative comments. We see negative comments. I get about my head. Do you know what I mean? We, you get them. Genie gets, as Sean he said, a thousand positive comments for every one negative. But it goes to show that you do see these things and they are human and it does affect them and it does impact them. Maybe people, it's not going to change people. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you know, this wasn't, like I said earlier, someone said it was racist. I don't think it generally was a race, racial abuse thing. It was like Nico Williams when he blacked out his, his thing from he was getting abuse as well. These, these players are human and they see this abuse, you know what I mean? And you wouldn't say it to them in the street. So, you know, maybe think twice about it online. But then again, if you're just saying, Oh, get out my club, you're you're not pulling your weight, like I don't know, I don't know. That's
1: this the is the whole, whole conversation thing. of yeah. social media again, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What can we do to, to I'm combat? I'm, we can't I'm legislate for, we can't legislate for idiots, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like I oh, could make a profile tomorrow with Anthony Marshall, for example, as the avatar and abuse United players on next season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for what? Yeah. And that could end up in clips going around the rounds. So not that I would do something like that because I think that's no. quite frankly ridiculous. But,
0: but the that fact that those people,
1: get people have the the means and the access to do stuff like that, this will always be prevalent. Like th- that's why I'm away from all of the social media. I like Reddit. I go on Reddit because it always seems to be balanced. You you get Liverpool fans in the Liverpool section. That's it, really. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's why you kind of you, you get there. So.
2: Mikey D says, Jeannie never said the online comments caused him to leave. And Joshua Pritchard says, When Alan never said he left the club because of the fans' abuse. I don't know why people keep saying this. Now, what we're trying to say here is that, and somebody else said it's part of a bigger interview, which you'll probably see more of in the next couple of days. And that's fine. I'm just saying, the way I think the three of us feel and, and others that we've spoken to about belonging to this podcast and outside it is that if Jeannie and Alam's given this interview, like surely, is it, well, even, even the the fact that this is the first thing to come out, you know, because yeah. that's the lead thing, you know, sort of way. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's an actual reason for him to leave. I don't think it is. I think it's, it's money and it's, it's, it's covering his career, but I just don't see why that has to come out. And I don't know why, do you know what? Overall, I don't know why Jean and Adam's giving them any oxygen. That's just the yeah. way, that's the way I think of it. I just go, why are you giving these people oxygen? Because like, these are probably the same people who, when you lose a game, go, it's Gino's fault because he hasn't signed a new deal. Like, you it's
1: know. the same idiots on that every tweet. Liverpool club saying announce Chiesa, announce Saul, yeah. announce Renato. Yeah. There's
2: a lot of announcements going on.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> like it, uh you know, like there's nothing we can do about these
0: people. So just fuck on. Yeah. No in point some ways, out. it's good that they were called out. You know what I mean? That he, he he's yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. In some okay. ways, you think yeah, that's fair enough because they weren't expecting that. A lot of these fans were expecting them to throw FSG under a bus and it turned out not to be the case. So yeah, it's interesting.
2: Well, um, just the last thing on this, Kieran basis, people are expecting Genie to lash FSG out of a, a course, but that, but that might come later in this interview, because I'd be mm. very interested to see if anything, that's my main interest in this interview is, are you going to tell us what way Liverpool went about this and what the offer you, and, you know, what it was and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but well, let's move on. Um, I want to look at the centre-half situation. Um, you know, Canate started off well. Um, he he's, he's, I think he's already a cult hero, <laughs> honestly, a few games in, into, into pre-season, um, simply because he said he was sad that Liverpool didn't win a 30-minute <laughs> game in Austria during the week, and he seemed happy after the woman the other night. And, you know, Matip is fit, fingers crossed, and those two, I think, have started together um, twice in pre-season. And we look at Virgil van Dijk, and we look at Joe Gomez, and Klopp doesn't see, didn't see them having any um, uh, involvement in in the, on the last friendly and I don't know what's going to happen with regards to the game next Thursday but I just wanted to see what you thought lads because is it it's quite obvious that Keith will come to you us? is it quite obvious that it, he's looking at Matip and Canate here and he's he's just going to have Van Dyke and he's
0: going to have Gomez whenever they come along but it, it doesn't look like the 14th of August yeah, I I'd, I'd imagine that's the case, Gav. I'd say it's always sort of been um before people think there's any any sort of major setbacks. I don't think that's the case. I think Liverpool always knew it was going to be a fairly uh, slow recovery for Van Dijk and Gomez to get back into the match fitness, match sharpness. Mm. Uh, so I think we will see Kanate Matip if he can stay fit. Um and I think people think that Matt Phillips may be out the door soon. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see him stick around just because of the uh, injury situation that we have at the moment. But I think Kanate looks like he's settled in nicely there. Uh, The type of player he is, he's a big lad. He's quick. He's everything that um, we really want in a centre-back. You know, I'm I'm not looking to dig out... um, Kabak, for example, Kabak came in and he looked decent. I thought he thought he was good, but his qualities maybe weren't the profile of the others. Where you can see that Kanate is a better match, I think, to what the way we want to play. He's he's Van Dijk light, really. You know, he's he's as tall as Van Dijk. He's a big unit, but he's quick over the ground, he's comfortable with the ball. And I just think it's um it's it's sensible to get him playing alongside Matip. We've said this on this show a hundred times. Joe Matip is the type of player that you can just drop in. Do you know what I mean? You can just put him into He's any amazing. situation. He's unbelievable. I've very rarely seen a player like him that he could be out for six weeks, eight weeks, and he could come on. His comeback could be six minutes into a game because someone it's, pulls up and he just hits the ground game. running. Yeah. He hits the, running. Yeah, hits the ground running. Just it's just unbelievable he is. And, I think if they can keep him sort of well-wrapped up in pre-season, that'll be the starting centre-back pairing with the other lads coming in when they're ready. I'm not saying that'll be the end thing, but it gives us the options now. If if they're all to stay fit and they all come back healthy, i.e. Gomez and Van Dijk, it's a good foursome to have. Do you know what I mean? The, the attributes, you could nearly put any of them together and you're thinking, yeah, yeah lovely. Do you know? There's there. no sort of weakness there you could go. It doesn't have to be Virgil plus one, you know, if if Canada develops, it's you know any any combination of the two would be nice.
1: Exactly, that's exactly what Keith said there. Any combination of the two, and I never really thought of that until Keith said it because they all kind of complement each other in one way or another. You know, um, but look, we've gone from a situation that having no centre backs to having eight of them. So I don't care if the, if yeah. we go into the game against Norwich and there's 4 centre halves on the bench, I don't care. I really don't. Because they don't want to be bitten again. It's just, it's great to have them. And obviously people will have reservations about that, injury records. But look, I, last year cut a lot of people deep with how bad that it got. Like I was just mm-hmm. saying a thing there where it popped up on Reddit where like how bad it actually was. It's saying one week we lost Mane and Salah due to COVID. You know, like stuff like that. Last season was an absolute dumpster yeah. for in terms of and I don't think it's possible for it to be that bad again. Like, you know, I really don't. And I touch wood saying that. So if we have any combination of the two of those, fit, we'll be grand going into games. And I'm not so much worried about Van Dijk and Gomez not being ready, so to speak. I prefer they weren't rushed. To be honest with you, when I read it, I, I, the first thing I thought was, I think Klopp will hold them so that they don't go on the first international break. Yeah. And then when the yeah. player teams come back from the first international break, bang, they will literally have had six or seven games played before the October international break because they club doesn't want to bring the lads in for three games at the start of August September and then send them off to their countries where the setups are different. And look, we see what happens when we send players away with England. I just, so think, I just think, I'd imagine club has it in his head that look, I'm gonna hold you so that that international break is, will have the two weeks then a full training and then bang, you'll be ready to go then because at that stage then it'll be midweek, uh weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek. So that's my and I'm com- I'm comfortable with Kabak and Phillips starting the first couple of games and either Kabak or Phillips, Kabak, Matip, any of them. Kab- oh, Kabak's not there. Oh sorry, please Kanate, sorry, Kanate. <laughs> Kanate or Phillips or Kanate and yeah. Matip. I would be happy with any of them. Yeah, either either because to me, I think we'll be grand. Well,
2: 1975 Jamrock says, just going back to Genie, he says, Klopp costs Genie money and leverage in his negotiation because of the way he plays his midfielders. And the Barca exit proved that the Barca game, Genie gets the dollars. Um, I presume you're going back to Anfield and and 4 0. But look, it was an on-run, it was a a long-run transfer, kind of. Contract negotiation that just didn't work in the end. Uh, Midnight poker, just on the, the how bad it was. Twenty six injuries to different players we had last season. And Barry Devaney says there was twenty different centre back partnerships for Liverpool yeah. last season, never to be seen again. Um, yeah, it was it was unbelievable. And uh, Keith, I come to you. Is it like nobody doesn't rate Joe Matop? When he plays, yeah. nobody, you know, I think he's a fantastic center back when he plays. My big issue with Joel Matabe is he doesn't play enough. Like, even, even coming back to pre seasons, like Joel's nearly back. And I'm like, fucking hell, Joel's missing months. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? And. It, all right, he would have missed it. They said right, he'd be out for the season, but I didn't think it'd be another two months of you know the summer, and then he's coming back to pre-season Going, he's nearly back, Joel, and I am like, what the fuck is going on? But that's just Joel Mathab, and he's a brilliant, brilliant defender. I think Kanate coming in from what I've seen of him, he's very dominant, he's very intimidating, he's quick, he's good on the ball, he's good in the air, he's everything you want, like you said, Keith. But is it like he says? It's a, it's, it's options, but it's also a, bal- a, a balance and act as well because. Look, when Virgil van Dijk's ready, Virgil van Dijk plays. And Johnny's uh, a great point with with regards to the, the international break because I just always think of Daniel Sturridge in the summer of two thousand fourteen yeah. when he goes, when he I think Liverpool will be Sports three 0 at um, Wayheart Lane. Lane and he goes and he goes off for I think it's a World Cup qualifier or a European qualifier and Liverpool are adamant. You know he doesn't play this. He does this. He does that. Here's his rhythm, and. Roy Hodgson just absolutely collapses him and you don't see Daniel Sturridge again for me that's him it,
1: don't, they yeah. old, the term he used was, was tested and was resolved wasn't it yeah, that's yeah. and he, think and he so. wasn't. his resolve wasn't listen.
2: there to be tested because Liverpool had told him listen this is what Daniel Sturridge does every fucking day for and Liverpool looks, Football Club I don't care what England went and England still went and, and injured him and that was the end of Daniel Sturridge as a Liverpool player for me and um, I don't point into conspiracy theories Gav but like Gomez went away
1: with England and we still don't know what happened no yeah. so no. like we don't know what happened. And no. when you look at the pictures and all of his knee, you think that's that wasn't an all. And then Henderson's comment. So something definitely happened, and Klopp will be aware of that. So this current England administration is not too dissimilar because yeah. Gomez went away shortly after Van Dijk gets injured. Mm. We thought he wouldn't play much of a part because he had a couple of injuries at the start. Because remember, he didn't play Chelsea away mm. at the start of the season for being your start centre back that game. So look, I think Klopp is boxing clever, and he will definitely have in the back of his mind what happened last summer or last October with with the likes of Gomez. So, look, if it means the boys missed the first three league games, that's all right with me.
2: Yeah, and and Keith, like, he's he's in a good position, I think, with regards to Joe Gomez. He's just telling him it's not happening. Yeah. You know, I'm and, and with Holland. I think, we're in I think he's in a good position there, where he says, look, he literally hasn't played for us. We're yeah. back into a new season. Like, how does he balance this? Because definitely he's going to be for me, Keith, he's going to be um he's he's gonna be waiting on something to happen to Matap. And and he has to be a little bit wary of Canada starting in a new league as well. How does he balance this? Or is it just a case of you have to wait till they're fully ready?
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm a chani. I wouldn't rush them back in the slightest. I would go. I've said it before. I wouldn't sell that Phillips. I'd keep that Phillips there. Um, if an offer comes in and that wants to move, so be it. But if I wouldn't be rushing them out the door because one of the mistakes we made last season, I think we said it on the show, was we didn't go to Phillips sooner. We sort of persevered playing midfield players instead of playing him. And when we put him in, we sort of shored things up. Uh, and. Uh, Last season was an absolute shit show, as we said. It was a ton stuff for her. It should not happen again. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. But Nat Phillips' greatest strength was his availability. And, you know, give me somebody. I didn't mention him as part of the four when I said they can all slot in. But as Sean said, if you put Nat Phillips in the starting lineup on the first day of the season, I'm not going to be upset about that. I'm like, yeah, Nat Phillips, you know what you get with him. Do you know what I mean? You know what you're going to get and if it's a thing that they keep until Christmas maybe and the them on, that's what I would ideally like to do until the lads are back and for And We don't know what the situation is with Ben Davies, um, whether he's an option. Reese Williams still, I don't know, looks a bit, a bit light, a bit away, but they might have high hopes for him. So I'm just... I don't think there's a need to rush Joe Gomez and Virgil van Dijk back. I think Virgil comes back in and he's, we all know, he's the alpha. He goes yeah, in provide, there. He's
2: Providing the that the is there and and stay stays fit. Yeah. Because if any of them go down, you're back to Nat Phillips. Yeah, and but it wouldn't bother me if I'm fi- back to Nat Phillips. <clears throat> I, yeah, I know that. But <laughs> over the period d- of time, I will be.
1: Nah, I t- I I'd have more of an injury can worry about the the midfield this season. Than than center back. Because, mm-hmm. like I just people there's a stigma around the, the knee injuries, the long term knee injuries now that like you don't after them. It's not the case anymore. They're not the dead sentences that they used to be. That might mm-hmm. be little niggles and growing there or pops and hamstrings there and there. Like things got give way because you're back playing football after such a long time. And this just heeds more proof onto the fact that Klopp's not gonna rush them because he knows that. Bringing these in gradually will stand them in good stead. I'd be more worried about the injuries, the the availability situation in the midfield next year than centre back, because I think that we have that sorted now. Like everyone read about Transfer Mark about all these injuries that have, they had. While well, he's doing double sessions every day since yeah. he come on, he's he's been grand. Gomez and Virgil look grand in in the inside training videos. Matop, yeah, he would look the the. The likelihood that three top centre halves are going to be all out at the same time again is like the percentages are really, really small. I'd imagine last year was a freak shot.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a hundred percent. Agile says I oh, wouldn't mind playing Phillips. I don't want midfielders or centre back. That's a good point as well, and I agree with it. Um, I just, I suppose when you when you've seen what happened last season and, and how badly it went, and, and that's no reflection on that Phillips or anything like that. I think I'm just looking down. I just want Virgil Van Dijk back. And I want Canate. I, I just want Gomez, Canate, Virgil and Matip fit. And if Phillips get, plays his way into the team, I'm absolutely fine with that. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Phillips, though. And, of course, uh, Ben Davis as well. He, le- he left the, the camp for a personal matter. So we'll have to see what's going on with him. But well, moving on, lads, um, I want to talk about Harry Wilson. And Harry Wilson has left the club for a rumoured um, 12 million quid, I think, to full. Um, that's the, that's the rumoured amount. And I've seen loads of stuff going around, Keith. I'll come to you first. I've seen loads of things going around saying Liverpool have made 33.4 million in, in, in transfer fees this summer. Kanate, we paid 34 million for. I thought it was 26, but anyway, who's going to argue over 2 million quid? And you know, the amount of wages we've taken off the wage bill with those players leaving totals X amount and it's, it's more than what you will be paying Kanate. And it all adds up to we've sold all these to buy Kanate. Um, first of all, what do you make of Wilson leaving? And do you feel it'll be the last? And is this an exercise, Keith? In let's get rid of all these players before we even look at bringing anyone in. Because if that's the case, you would have to, you would have to have be the belief that Liverpool are just sitting there with no plans, just waiting to see, can't do anything because you know we haven't sold these players. What do you make of it?
0: First off, with Wilson, I never felt he was good enough for us. And that's not to have a dig at the young lad. I just didn't see where he ever fit in in a club Liverpool. You know, as a winger, I don't think he was quick or strong enough. And as a midfielder, I don't think he was um, clever or robust enough to play there either. he done well on all his loans. He's put up numbers on all his loans, usually with set pieces. He wouldn't have really been doing that if he had been given a chance for us. So it was never one. People used to say, oh, give him a chance, give him a chance. I don't think personally he would have been ever anyone that would have made an impression at us. So to get 12 million for him and a 15% sell on, you know, that that's good business by Liverpool again. And it's, it's good. It's a good move for Harry Wilson because... So I know these players can't say where they go. Yeah, a permanent deal, yeah. Mm. Boy, that's do, the big so. thing. That, no, that's yeah. the big thing for me. Yeah, it's it's at this stage of his career, you see mm. players when they're going loan, 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 and there's no stability. And it's the same for Grewich. Um You get loaned out all the time. You, you don't settle somewhere. You do well, then you're back to Liverpool. You're out somewhere else. You're back. You know, it's a, it's a never-ending cycle. So Harry Wilson now knows he's at Fulham. He's at a club that traditionally liked to play football they're in the championship but they'll be one of the favorites i'm sure to come back up and it's a nice little meal for him he'd be the type of player that they will maybe build around and play to his strengths rather than him having to fit into to air strengths it certainly was never going to happen so yeah it's a good meal for both parties there 12 million million's a good fee i like that uh we're getting money we're getting good money in on these these deals i mean the Griewicz, Aweini, um, Liam Miller, Camille Grabera, and now Harry Wilson. You know, these guys are going out and we're bringing in serious money for them. We're not bringing in a hundred million for them, but we're bringing in money for guys that, you know, last season, we probably should have got rid of a couple of days, but the money wasn't there. I don't think the hit has been too bad this season. You know, I I think I've seen people saying, you know, we'd be lucky to get double figures for Harry Wilson. We'd be lucky to get double figures for Marco Griewicz. So, you know, I think I think we've done well so far in moving these. Now, my opinion on it, it comes back to this whole bite to sell thing, you know, and I think that gets twisted too much. I think it gets overplayed a bit. I just think we're trimming the squad and we're seeing what is in the squad and what we have to do to make up our, may not make up our numbers, but we know those issues with homegrown. People hate hearing this and think we go over the top about it. But, you know, we're one of the only sort of big clubs that have this issue, because we don't have, uh, we've we've more non-homegrown players in the squad that we have to move out. We don't have the maneuverable the maneuverability to to get players in. Man City have brought in a lot of English players. They'll pay top work and bring them in. They bring in uh, Nathan Ake, who's a homegrown player. You know they they'll do that and they'll get these guys in. Manchester United have a lot of homegrown players. They're not they've no issue there. We're in a different position. We know that we knew that last season. So it'll be interesting to see how we go about it. We get these guys out. Down the road, there's going to be another couple going. We know that. There's going to be more players will leave. It'll be interesting to see who they are. Like, will it be Shakiri? Will it be Origi? I don't know. You know, you'd think it's going to be one of them. And that's more money in. But that doesn't mean we, we have to wait to sell these before we can buy. I just think exactly. it's let's see the makeup of this. Let's trim this squad and then we buy... And I'm sure you would agree, Sean, we have deals lined up. It's not like we're waiting yeah. to the sell these and we're going to go out to see who we can get.
2: Well, Mark, so Gibble, look, Mark Gibble says, lads, I'm sick of fans adding up the money we're getting in from sales. We're a £3 billion club, so we are told. Yeah. Liverpool is now a cash machine to FSG. When are we buying two quality players and stop being tight as end right, Can I answer that? Yeah.
1: yeah we're, we're right, end
2: we'll end Mark No,
1: no, no. Mark, Liverpool are a cash machine to FSG. Well, they've taken zero dollars out of the club. So if it's a cash machine, it's not a very fruitful. one. You know what I mean? Like, yous are reading people are reading all these articles online and doing the maths in their heads. That's on yous. This FSG, this FSG are saying nothing. This is these are all opinion pieces by these journalists. That's what people need to realise. It's someone's opinion. It's like me coming on here and saying FSG. This FSG are not saying uh, a single word. These are all opinion pieces that are being put out by these journalists. That's all it is. And in terms of uh, doing the match, like, for example, we won't, we don't get a penny for Harry Wilson this summer. So if his sale means that we're going to bring someone in, then we're not going to be able to do anything. But it doesn't work like that. These deals and stuff like that, they're far way more complex than the, the run of the mill Joe Soaps like myself can understand that this is these lads are businesses these all go into books all of these accounts are done with foresight for example last year we only paid six million up front for Jate. yeah but we actually applied, agreed to pay more for the player in in order to stagger the payments so it's not done like that in my personal i couldn't tell you exactly how it's being run but in my opinion what way it is looking for us this summer is it's not a uh, buy to sell thing we are literally just looking at these, the logistics of the squad, as Keith said. And the home ground thing is an issue. I'd imagine Minamino probably go out on another loan towards the end of the window. And we might even loan Origi out because with their contract situations, we can actually afford to do that. The, the problem is, is trying to get Origi out is maybe he's not that bothered. But I'd imagine Minamino probably wants to play his football. So getting them out... They, People are restless at the moment because of the way it's playing out. But you need to look around. Not many clubs have done business. Like It hasn't even got going. Arsenal are starting to get going now. And I think Spurs are spending the cane money, to be honest with you. That's the way it looks to me. But you need to realise that FSU, yeah, they are a £3 billion club. But if you actually look, and this isn't an opinion, you can look at the accounts. You can actually go in and look at them, and it, it, you don't even need to be an accountant or a brain surgeon to have any sort. If you look, you can see that every penny that comes into the club gets ploughed back in, whether it's in the renovation of the stadium, the training ground, player contracts, and transfers. Yeah, the the net spend is low, so to speak, but that's because we we'll run well. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we will do the big ones when we have to do it. I was frustra- as frustrated as anyone in January You can go back and look at podcasts. I was very frustrated with the fact that they didn't buy a centre-half. But it was clear and obvious that in the end, with foresight, that they wanted, with Hindsight, that they wanted Kanate. They couldn't get him, so they'd rather wait. If you look to the se- the summer we missed out on Virgil, we didn't buy a centre-half. We started the season light at the back. We got Virgil in January. So they are pre- they're, they're prepared to wait and do these things to get the right player that they want. You look at last year, we very rarely get a number one target. Julian Brandt was the number one target of our Mo Salah. Yeah, like, we, we've always had this sort of thing going. I wouldn't pay any, just relax. That's that's all I'll say. I'm not going to tell you how to support Liverpool because everybody, just relax. There's another month left to go in the window. The Cogs are starting to turn and we will yeah. get the two players that we need. I'm, I'm almost certain of it. I'm almost certain of it. Because they've always done that. You look back at the last two windows, who's done better business than Liverpool? Simicast, although he didn't play last year, he reaping been look really good in pre-season. Yeah. Simakas, Thiago, Jota and Kanata in were another two. We'll be ready to go. People just need to chill out and relax and stay away from all them bleeding. The shoy coming out on being put out by personal at the moment because it's clear that you need that not be changed because they're not getting any information off the club anymore. That's that's where that's how it seems to me. So we will get the business done. It might be players that we aren't even linked to. Like people are going mad over Jared Bowen. To be honest with you, if Klopp turned around tomorrow and said you want to sign ex player from the second division in France, I'd kind of trust them at this stage. Only Klopp. I've been critical of I think We're going on to Harry Wilson. He should have been sold last year. Uh, Michael Edwards gets this big build-up off everyone saying he's a genius and all that. I think probably moving players out might be a weakness of his. I think he probably should have moved out Harry Wilson last year and he would have probably had a few more quit. But look, they're getting around to it. And one thing that has me positive is the club don't really seem to be holding out anymore for the highest bidders and stuff like that because I believe he had more favourable offers from Other clubs than Porto for Grujic, but they went with Porto to maintain a relationship. So, look, we'll get there in the end. You look at last year, it was the Chelsea, Thiago signs a couple of days for Chelsea and he plays that Saturday. And on the same day, they're releasing articles about the potential signing of Jota. So, it will happen. We're all geared up. I imagine they're just waiting to pull the trigger. I don't think it's a a, a process of counting the beans to see how much we are. Look, like, I don't think they're looking down the back of the couch for our coppers in Melwood or Corby, whatever they are. It will all work out in the end. Gab,
2: you yeah on mute. Yep, yep. Khalil, couple of super chats. Uh, he says, the midfield looks thin with the injury histories of Hendo, Thiago, Naby and Fab plus an ageing Milner. What do you think of the Vlahovic and Chiesa rumours? We'll hold that question for a couple of minutes because yeah. we are going to have our listeners question in yeah. about five minutes or so. Uh, Delman Jones uh, follows up with something similar. He says, what are your thoughts on Dusan Vlahovic linked lads? Fiorentina had a preseason game today they win against a small team by 11 nil. Vlahovic scored seven. I'm telling you right now he is a monster striker. Um, we will get on to Vlahovic, I promise, um, in the next couple of minutes before we have a little chat around and It'll lead nicely into the forward options. My take on this is is that um, I, I, I'm i not arsed about Grabera or Gruwich or Wilson or whoever else has left the club because they have no impact on Liverpool. In, in the way in the Liverpool, we watch every week, they have no impact whatsoever, right? Um, Grew, usually comes back for pre season and plays a league cup game and then he's off, right? Um, Harry Wilson, very similar. Harry Wilson, for me, I think it was one of the lads where I was talking to the Red Sea lads, um, during the week on their, their YouTube channel, and, and we and we kind of came to the agreement, and, right? That Cardiff move was so weird yeah. to go from Bournemouth in the Premier League and then back to Cardiff in the Championship was so weird with Harry Wilson. I think that's nearly. Telling you his time is up at Liverpool you yeah. know, What's the point of me pushing myself on here I'm not, It's not happening I'll go to Cardiff, I'll have a decent season And I'll pick up a, a, a top end championship Or you know, a, a team looking to make their name In the, in the Premier League i.e., oh, yeah, a yeah, Brentford or whoever it might be So they, they don't really affect me Now I know where people go with the money And we haven't done this and we haven't done that But for me when I look at these I just think Lads, These aren't going to make any difference to you Watching Liverpool These signings leaving They're not you know, no, I think we're all in agreement here between the three of us and most people in the chat. I would say that Liverpool need to sign another two players, all Absolutely. right? And 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 it's I think it's backed up by the point that was just up on the screen about the um the thing in midfield because I would have slight doubt over Henderson. We, we spoke about it when the contract stuff came up last week. His injury record isn't great over the last two seasons, okay? You look, Fabinho always has a six eight weeks in you know where where he's not there, Tiago. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't go too hard on Thiago. He, he gets a very bad injury. It's it's you know he's given that injury. He doesn't you know at, at Everton. But you look at Naby. You look at Ox um Milner is that year older. Jones is still a young young player. In my opinion, finding his way. So you know I I think we're in agreement that we need to. Now, having said that, people will look and say, well, why haven't we got them? Why haven't we got if we if we if we all think we need to, and the vast majority of Liverpool fans think we need to? Why haven't we got to? I think it's a lot more complex than that. I think I, I think the Euros makes an issue, holidays make an issue because holidays we're only talking about last week, Henderson stuff. He's on holidays, it'll probably get sorted of when he's back. You know, um, people will point to Jaden Sancho, go, Well, they've done done that, they're doing that 15 months. Yeah. They're talking to Borussia exactly. Dortmund 15 months and refusing to pay what Borussia Dortmund wanted. Eventually, they paid what Borussia Dortmund wanted, and the deal was done like that. Because, let me be honest with you, Jaden Sancho had his heart set on Manchester United last summer, and it didn't happen. So, when you look at that, the way I kind of get the feeling is, if this was Chelsea moving those players aside, you'd be going, "Jesus, they're doing good business getting rid of a few there for decent money and, you know what doesn't make a blind bit of difference to their squad. That's just the way I look at it. But I'm going to be with you. Like, if it comes, and this isn't a fucking threat or whatever, but if it comes to the 34th of August and the window closes and we haven't done a midfielder and a forward, I would ask serious questions.
1: Yeah, I think and,
2: and, 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 I think. and the reason I would ask is, and people would say, well, you don't know better than Klopp. Of course I don't. Like, I don't know better than fucking anybody. But what I'm saying is, there's too many risks for me and, and there's evidence of risks in this squad without another midfielder and a striker so if you ha- if you are of the feeling that we need to, i I'm fully fully with you but give them the opportunity to make them two and then see where we are but I'm going to be honest I get the impression that if we signed like, Jared Bowman is a bit strange for me he's on a list that's all it that was said it wasn't Liverpool have made an offer he's on a list yeah. we don't know if, we don't know if he's so, 18 on that list and there's 20 I, people on it
1: yeah yeah. Like I, I don't want, I don't mean to sound preachy by telling people to relax because, and you're not stupid and you're not an imbecile for feeling the way that you don't get restless because you need to re- you need to realise that this is actually that this is what they want that create that causing this store that generates clicks and people crave the news like junkies. So as soon as something goes out regarding Liverpool, boom, 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 it's click, 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 and they know exactly what they put up. They know look, Jared Bond, say he's part of a list, bang, everyone jumping on it. Yeah. Do you get, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that they're feeding off that. That's exactly what they're doing because they haven't got any real news. Yeah. They but the anything. Athletic
0: then put out a story saying that West Ham are not gonna be selling Jared Bone. So the exactly. same sort of exactly. the same company are saying he's on a list and then the so then people saying,
1: people get restless and they go on typing all and then they're commenting on these they're commenting on these articles and and it's all clicks and it's all engagement and this is all what it's about. Like journalism is is gone. It's dead in yeah. football. This yeah, is the is. new form. This is me. This is media now in football. Mm. Fan yeah. media, where people yeah. can come on and talk and look, you can say whatever the hell you want
2: and you're not backed up but by like, anyone. It's like, so, so it's like the, the Chiesa stuff. It's like the Chiesa stuff, Sean. You where's know, it? Come, like, yeah, exactly. It comes out of Italy that Liverpool have made an eighty six million pound bid for uh Federico Chiesa, isn't that his name? Yeah. Um yeah. and and all of a sudden, like I've seen Liverpool, I've seen loads of Liverpool fans going, Fuck me, have they made that bid because he's brilliant? And he is brilliant. Don't get me yeah. wrong, you Absolutely. know it's probably worth that money. Well, but then when that doesn't
1: people happen, back, people become
2: mental. Yeah, there you go. It doesn't happen, and why couldn't we get that done? Oh, you may probably ask for ninety, and we wouldn't pay it. Like I don't know how true that is coming in, Obviously, I find it hard to believe that Liverpool are going around offering eighty-six million for Chiesa. That's my own opinion, judging on past Liverpool performance and the way their outlay is with regards to players. Maybe when you put Alison and, and Van Dijk aside, but it, it's um, it's just one of those and and. I, I don't try to be flipping by saying this doesn't fucking matter, but it doesn't. Like you're, you're, not going to, you're not going to rock up at Anfield next, next, um our fourth home game and walk in and go, oh, do you know what, I miss with and Wilson. i wouldn't to give them a second mm-hmm. fucking thought. You know start the sort of way. But you could rock up at Anfield and go, we're short of fucking midfielder and striker. <laughs> There's no doubt there about it because when you look at it and let's be honest, Salah has been amazing. There's no other word for him. He's the best, I think he's the best player in Liverpool. Yeah, I think he's the best player in Liverpool. Um, in the Premier League here. I I genuinely do I think he's Just phenomenal And um, uh, the only one That touched him Is Gerard, Right But Mane has had An off season And he's open about it And Firmino Has just had no rest He's there Another summer Playing football You know what I mean So it, you know the, the moves have to be made But I, I And this isn't a copper Where people go Oh you're, you love FSG And you're trying to yeah. Kick the can down the road I'm not Because I'm telling you now In my opinion We need to If we get to the of August And them two aren't in I would say Hold on There's something wrong here Now having said that if two come in and they've spent a combined 50 million on them, 2 I'm not going to argue because I'm not going to turn and go, you should have spent 100 because there is why I'm not my Liverpool's manager and Jurgen Klopp is. I think that's probably the easiest way to put it. Run, sure.
1: Like you said, Gav, look, I, I don't subscribe to this top red, bleeding FSG in, FSG out, or crap. Like I'm a Liverpool fan. This is a Liverpool podcast. That's all that matters to me. I support Liverpool. Liverpool will be still there when I'm dead and gone. When John Henry is dead and gone, Liverpool will still be there. These are just custodians. They they just happen to own the football club that I support. I don't really care what they do once they have the best interest in the club somewhere along the line. Not like the other shower of shites. Now, they have done stuff wrong. They've done an awful lot right. So you can't just... You can't just fuck away everything good that they've done because of the one bad thing that they've done. Yeah, look, they're a sports investment group. They're not sugar daddies from fucking oil states or like the, the usual. You look at Abramovich. They haven't got like disposable income. In terms, of, They're running the club the way they, they've literally turned those into what United were doing in the 90s where a behemoth on the pitch and off the pitch. Yeah. it's as simple as that, we've been European champions and won league titles, which can't be said for anyone else who's owned us in the last 40 years, do you know what I mean so, I'm just a Liverpool fan I don't really give a bollocks about FSG I don't, I'm not a being counter I don't care what they do, just once it comes to the of July and I think that they've given Jürgen Klopp the tools to go on and for us to challenge for all major honours, Then I you have no major gripe, but I'm telling you now, if it does come to the twenty fourth of June uh, uh, of August, and they haven't done the business. Serious questions should be asked, and there's no doubt about that. But let's wait until then, because mm. we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. They've made me look. They've made me look like a fool all too many times. I was going mad, screaming for us to sign Team of Werner Never happened. I remember watching Deadline Day one one Christmas, and we didn't sign Priyanka And I think I wrecked every wall in my bedroom. <laughs> but that was me before. But it's all for fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Look at us now. We're in good stead. They will always do what's right for the club, I believe. It's not about a monetary, it's not a monetary thing. That's right. just the way I see it. And if you look at past base, how can you argue what I was? We are literally in a better position now in every asset on the pitch, off the pitch, training ground, stadium. infrastructure, stadium, it's all there. And it's all ground. They haven't done And You look at across the road, it's just for example. Spend the money, guarantees you nothing. We all seen the big list; it's going around. It's been viral this week of the top ten most expensive signings in Premier League history. And I'm looking at two of them going, looking at ten of them going. Only two of them are probably yeah. guaranteed successes. You're looking at Van Dijk and Kevin De Bruyne, and then you look at that absolute crap that Manchester United have bought. Spending the, the most, five. spending the most money guarantees you nothing. Guarantees you absolutely nothing. The only thing that it's guaranteed, the Glazers, is it makes the noise go away for a little while. So the green and gold till United is sold, yeah, hold on. Park that until our well, mid-table that's, that's again.
2: Gone, that's gone until the gone out of the Champions League or mathematically can't win at 12. Park
1: and that then, until January, February, and then oh, I yeah. might come around again and, and rinse, repeat. But hmm. what's not talked about is the hole in the stadium, the holes in the roof of Old Trafford. The, the fact that the training
0: you know,
1: United's you know, you know, training ground is miles behind the likes of Leicester now, Arsenal now, us, no, no. Spurs, you, you know what I mean, Chelsea. Like, so spending money doesn't guarantee you anything, but having st- infrastructure and making the right decisions that guarantees success one way or another, and it has with us. And you need to realize what we're up against. Like, the talk this week is that see, you're going to pay 160 million for Kane. And Chelsea are going to pay £180 million for Ireland. These fellas are walking fucking miracles, whether you like her or not. And oh yeah, it's all got to do with Klopp. I know you do have reservations about what, or what might not happen when Klopp leaves, but he's there now and he was yeah. hired by FSG. And that did, he's doing exactly what he set out to do. Unless Klopp is up in arms about it, well, then we should all fucking relax. That's the way I see it. Klopp only signed a contract. If Klopp wasn't happy with the direction that the yeah, club exactly. was going and how the owners were, well, he would have never signed that contract.
2: Yeah. Well, Red Steve said 600 of you haven't clicked like. Do it for Shawnee's Guns, if not for the show. I do it more <laughs> for Shawnee's Guns than any show that we do. Setting
0: an unhealthy precedent for the rest of us.
2: And um, E.T. in the bush behind him there. You can see E.T. falling home <laughs> with the light coming out of the bush behind him there as well. Um, so do it for E.T. and Shawnee's Guns, please. Um, somebody says there that they'd love an oil state to be in charge. Um, oh, no. It, I mean... It, it, it's a hard one because... Uh, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, I get where people come from when you go, These people come in, they've loads of money, they'll spend loads of money, they'll keep us at the top. I'm reading the thing yesterday about Man City where the Premier League are now coming down on them. The Premier League are ready to go after them after Cass went after them and the technicality, right? And I'm looking at that and I'm looking at Bramovich being banned out of England, wasn't he, for a while yeah. because um, yeah. what was going on with them and they had transfer things and all. I 100% guarantee you, if Liverpool are taken over by a sovereign state or a Russian oligarch, there will be people within media organizations and their only job will to be go and find something on Liverpool. Yeah. Because no Man City story about financial irregularities or Chelsea, they will be both being the halfpenny place compared to if they can find something on Liverpool. So I understand oh. where people are what people are saying, where you know we'd have all this money and stuff, but at the end of the day, Liverpool compete. And I think like Sean said earlier, last season hit people's hard. You know, and but I think when, when you see these players coming back, and and like I said, we'll sit here on the 4th of September and we'll discuss the transfer window, and then we'll say, you know what, they probably haven't done enough, so fill your boots, we're having a go. Yeah. And I don't think the argument, oh, well, maybe that's what Klopp wanted. I'm sorry, but like if anyone looking at that squad, now, you need to, you they know you need to, but anyway, we well, Melissa on. Reddy
0: came out, didn't she, and sort of changed the tone and said Liverpool are actively now looking for a midfield player and an attacker. Do you know what I mean? So the, the journal that wasn't coming out with the, the sort of, uh, throw Liverpool under the bus stories that had been coming out in the last couple of weeks, everyone was saying, well, Melissa Reddy hasn't said that and Paul Joyce hasn't said that. Well, now Melissa Reddy's coming out saying Liverpool are actively going after a midfielder and a forward. So that's obviously trickling out that you can take it that yeah. Liverpool are looking for it. And I know we can say, oh, would you you'll rubbish it if James Pierce is saying it or
1: Yeah, I would because he's talked a lot of rubbish for the last exactly. Years. And so that's, that's why me-
0: you with Millis already has got a lot of stuff. She seems to have a finger on the pulse and Paul Joyce still has his finger on the pulse there. And if she's coming out saying that, you can take it then that there will be you know two two players coming in. In my opinion, there will be two players. i yeah, just saying the say,
1: of the, season. The, mm-hmm. the comments have been unreal tonight. Loads yeah, of the brilliant. comments coming, Loads they they it. really have from both mm-hmm. sides. Like because mm-hmm. there is people on both sides of the fence yes, in terms of FSG and whatever. All opinions, yeah. like the the thing it's starting to happen now in Spain, and you're seeing the crunch with Barcelona. They, I think we're getting closer and closer and closer to these salary caps and having these big sugar daddies and all won't mean job because yeah. they are going to start tightening up because the problem is like, football is hemorrhaging money it's bleeding out big time With the, the revenues are rising but not as fast as the, the salaries and the transfer fees are rising so the FFP has been relaxed this year but I, I genuinely do believe that once all of these salary caps and all come in, we will be in the best position to go forward. Because, look, you need to realise that they're not thinking about one window, two window. Like, it's two and three-year plans, four or five-year plans with them. So, like this, the, what's going on here in La Liga at the moment is mental. The, the president is on that big pressure, but he doesn't care. He's at the going after Barcelona. He's at the basically saying... Look, you can't just bend the rules anymore and do what you want. They they tried to say to Messi, "We're gonna pay you for three years after you're not even playing for us anymore." So they said, "We're gonna give you our wages over five years, but you, yeah. it, it, you'll only be here for two years if you get me." Mm. And they yeah. said, "No, no, you can't fucking do that." They stopped Real Madrid years ago from just turning around saying, "We're gonna sell off our training grounds to the to the state and all." That's all gone now. They're starting to really pinch. Down on it, and I think it will carry over into the Premier League because everyone was going on about integrity and all with this European Super League. The Premier League have to be seen following that up now. Yeah, you know true. what I mean. You can't allow that to be going on in your own backyard when you turn around and say, "Look, what's going on in Europe? There, that's not really all well and good in terms of fairness." Yeah, well, look, Premier League will need to do something. So, I do feel that. Well, very, very close to salary caps coming in, and if you turn around and ask me. With salary caps come in, who's best placed? I think we are. I think we're good we're good to go.
2: But well, all depends on um, you cap them. Because if you American if you
1: owners be, American owners know everything that is to know way way way. about salary caps salary because caps. the whole and, every and sport that, in America is based around it.
2: Not only that, if they if they say to you right in three years' time Okay. We're salary capping and you, you, the max, you can have five players on 250 grand. Mm -hmm. You can have 10 players up to 100 grand and you can have another 10 players up to 80 grand. Right. There's so many players in squads now that are over, but some clubs can adjust to it and some clubs just can't. Because there's no way a fella on 350 grand is turning around and go, listen, I'll take 150 yeah, but, grand from here on in. But where's he
1: gonna go then? Like that this is yeah, what I'm saying. When it's brought yeah. in across the board, like it's taking the powers out of player power out player hands. And I agree with it. I agree with it. Players and agents have had their ways with football clubs for fucking yeah. well too long. Way too long. And they won't be able to do that now. I'm gonna well, go and play. Where they probably all end up playing in China.
2: Yeah, uh, well, that's, out of the jurisdiction, yeah, out of the um, and
1: that's that's probably all that's going to happen. You see now in, in in Spain, they're trying to set up this thing now where uh, third parties can all players the way it, it is in South America. Keep, but know more about that mm-hmm. than me. They're trying to do that now with players there to to try bend get around this, but they're not. They're clamping down on it, and that mm-hmm. is what's going to happen.
2: Well, LFC Lf- Lf- Aaron says...
1: Tony Tony Canobi says they don't believe a word the Spanish teams played in poverty. They're hemorrhaging money, man. Like, that, yeah, they are. They're in a serious this was, uh, Florentino Perez headed all of this because he needed them more than anyone. Who was the last three clubs to go. Yeah.
0: Are they still in it?
1: No, it go pulled out because it let go in great shape. Yeah. Because it are go in... Gray, they're in good shape you know like another thing with the Saul thing is they want him out because Saul signed a 10 year contract or something and he's guaranteed a pay rise every year so they want him out as soon as possible because the longer he's there the harder it'll be to get rid of do you get me yeah so that, that Spain are in they're in a bad way like the clubs are in a bad bad way there in Spain the top two as well we're not talking about like Darlingtons and fucking Fleetwood Towns like two of the biggest clubs in World Football are in a Bad state because of salaries. Yeah, salaries Barcelona, is far from
2: Barcelona. Up. Barcelona it, it, Barcelona's Barcelona, wage bill it. is ridiculous. Um, mm. It's it's just it's just madness. Uh, LFC Aaron says Chelsea or Roman one point four yeah. billion. Uh, Rodney yeah. says Gav salary cap doesn't mean one or two players won't be on high wages. That just means the rest of the team will be on peanuts. Well, usually the way right way the MLS I think have a certain amount of yeah you can have a certain amount of foreign players and a certain amount on them. You can have marquee players. So the certain amount yeah. of marquee you can have on this amount and then. If you have a squad of twenty, they break it down into ten, five, and five, or something like that. And then there's, you know, there's an amount put beside all those. And you know, I'm not saying it'll be.
1: They do five. franchise tags as well, where you yeah, know, actually you're know, allowed play a player wherever you want. Yeah, you get one is, of
2: them. Yeah, there's one of them. But look, like, let's be honest about it. If you look at some clubs around the world, they probably need four or five of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but but look, that's that's down the road, and we will have to see. Lads, we're going to go, we're going to do another 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, right? And, um, I'll let Shawnee decide along we do. He's the minister of, uh, time. So I want to do, I want to do, um, just questions from the chat. The chat has been unbelievable to me. So the questions can be football, non-football, whatever you want um, for the next 15 minutes. we will have the crack.
1: Okay, we'll have to
2: crack. <laughs> yeah, we'll have the crack. Um, but I want to tie it in with Ox um, being looking around this um, uh, false nine. And somebody did ask any chance to get Melissa ready on. I'll be on my best behaviour. I think it was Red Steve. Um, we'll, we'll have a go. We'll ask her and see what happens, all right? Um, but I want to tie it in with Ox. So I just want to start off with this because we did get questions earlier about um, Dusan Vlahovic And you know, there's been talk out of Ox about playing the number, the, the false nine and he's come to where he likes it. And I'm going to be honest, lads. I don't like this talk. I'm going to be honest, I don't like this talk because it feels to me like that wedging. A bit like when the right-back talk came up a little while ago. It feels like that wedging Oxlade-Chamberlain into some sort of position where we need somebody. I'll put it this way. If I play Bobby Freno 10 times and Ox ten times I know I'm getting more over Bobby Firmino so what's the point in Ox whereas if I need goals I want to replace Bobby Firmino with goals and I don't think that comes from Oxley they Keith are you up are you alright with this idea or what's your feeling on Vlahovic? because people are absolutely screaming for him they're all over and they love him
0: yeah um, the Ox team that came in last season didn't it Klopp came out and said that he was going to try him as a false nine played him there a couple of times or put him on there a couple of times I don't know yeah I don't think he has the attributes to do it I think he has the attributes to be a poor version of Firmino um, and people say Firmino is a poor version of Firmino but you know he, he, you're right, Gav, he doesn't have the goalscoring ability I don't think to, to get big numbers there so all you're really getting maybe is Firmino Lui and we don't need that we need an improvement now is there some Vlavic an improvement time will tell I think he's excellent I think he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a hundred matches of him by any stretch of the imagination, but I've seen enough, um, games of his to form an opinion that I think he'll be good. He's six foot three. He's quick, left footed. He's not afraid to shoot from distance. I like him. I think he's good. We're not looking. If, if Vlavic is our main target, we're not looking to replace Firmino. We're just bringing in Change a young system, maybe yeah but a young player Shawnee, that we can mould and eventually put into the team so if you're bringing in erling Haaland, erling Haaland is going in and he's taking fucking was number off him and all you know what i mean Whereas if zlavic comes in he's Take coming in as part point. of a unit yeah zlavic is coming in as part of it, a unit and it will be and that's the way it should be. It, should be a region. it should be yeah but that's be. i
2: don't i don't like this who's replacing him i want just yeah. is he really really good yeah, and he's playing for Liverpool now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't want the discussion That's about anything else. I want five or six up front that are brilliant. Sorry, I want to just throw with this to here, Kashiri and Koreshi, sorry. Um Liverpool being, LFC being careful Monday's hinders our success in trophies. Same squad, nothing has changed. Teams are how to play us last season as a hint. Tahir I'm gonna have to uh, Is that why we I'm gonna have to disagree with you hugely on that, right? Yeah. We last
1: season Premier League.
2: Yeah, last season wasn't a hint. You know, last season, you look at the amount of players that were out and the amount of different centre-back partnerships. I think someone said 20, 26 yeah. injuries to different players last year. Hinders our success and trophies. We the a Champions League final, a Champions League, a, a, a league title, um, a European Super Cup and a World Club Cup. And what happened last season has dug deep on people. Really has dug deep on people. But I think... And, and I, I know, I, I do get that teams know how to play us. I, I slightly agree with you on that. I, I do agree with you on that. And I, that's why I think we need to up a little bit with regards to signs. But overall, I think, no, don't forget about last season because I think it exposed some people, but I think you have to give a bit of leeway on last season. And that leeway will only be told, I suppose, probably
0: 10, 15 games into next. Um, Sharni, we were top of the league up till Christmas last season and we were top down, of the form geez, table stop, in that running You know, was it one period yeah.
1: that we were bad. That's all. Stop talking sense, Keith.
0: Well, Shawnee, I want to ask you about
2: Dusan, um Vlahović. Yeah. Um, uh, I like his name. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I've seen him and he has grey hair. Yeah. Okay. He scored seven goals today, so I'm all up for that. I've yeah. seen him probably play in three football matches and I thought he was good. But he he absolutely bangs of cult hero bashing in headers all over the shop. And I think he's he's a new element well, that Liverpool
1: could have. There's a... Psst. Massive stench of Robert Lewandowski off him. Of so? And I tell you what, if you think I have guns, go over and have a look at his Instagram. Fella, it'll yeah. make you feel bad about fella. <laughs> Fella's well str- strutting around IB and with nothing on. He just like, like a Greek god. But I have to say, from the nine and a half minutes of techno music and highlights mm-hmm. I've watched, to do San he's the best player I've ever seen in my life, to be honest yeah. with you. And I, I'm I'm nearly sure Robert Levin does keep you going to bed with a pair of Deuce Hanflavic jocks
2: on to me. To be honest. The to him.
1: Yeah, look, we I'll be honest, I remember when um Grace said it to uh, get Grace get I'll give Grace pop. Grace said it to was probably about six, seven weeks ago on the WhatsApp. And my natural reaction just was have I never seen him was he's a stalker. I said, you know what? I'm going to have a look at him. I'm surprised at how quick he is. Yeah. How qu- how mobile he is. How quick his feet are. How technical he is. He he, he he seems a bit like a Zlatan, Zlatan Lewandowski. I think he would be great. Um, it's a bit of a gamble buying a fella from Serie A for the, the touted price after that one season. But look, again, I just trust what, whatever they're going to do. And the thing that I like about it is, is it's it's a bit different. It's not a Malin. It's not um, it's not like the others we've been looking at. It's not a Malin. It's not a Keita. It's not a, a goal-scoring and wide player. It's not really an, a floaty number nine sort of like Malin is. It's it's a target, man. And yes. if we've seen that, and if, if Alison Becker's header against West Brom didn't teach us what it'd be like to have some fella who can head a ball in the box, what, what it'd be like to have one of them, nothing will. Um Maybe clubs going to look at like a four-two-three-one in his early days at Dortmund with Lewandowski up top. I think it'd be a great signing. It'd be very, very exciting for me.
0: Um, a few bloody pig says awesome. it there. is very really like Jekyll. Zekko. and that's a great show.
1: people I have he, likened I, him to Jekyll. Jek, more of a predator. Yes. This, this fella has. This fella has technique. This this fella has feet. You see him Zekyll, dancing around Jekyll, people. Uh,
0: like, oh, he's very quick. As well. yeah, him, him, and graffiti, quick.
1: Yeah. him and Yeah, I remember. That. Look, I don't care if you tell me I'm going to get Ollie Watkins or Jared Bowen, I trust him. But yeah. I really like the look of Vlatovic. I think I think he, he looks really looks good and I'd like to get him out of there early because yeah. if he goes to Juventus, you're never going to get him no. because well, he's going to tear tins. it up there.
2: Somebody says, um, get him this season or otherwise you'll be watching him go to a rival next season and you really regret it. Um, Somebody says there, um, there it was, there Joshua it says, uh, Trent with someone to aim for turns me on. And, um, the previous comment, which I've knocked off the screen and I shouldn't have, was where are the t shirts with Kenny's cabinet on it? Um, if I could think up a decent design of a <laughs> cabinet, um, to do with uh, Kenny, the Leisha, of course, Kenny's cabinet, famous, uh, the night Liverpool won the league when he had the biggest cabinet you've ever seen in the background yeah. while he wore a Liverpool scarf celebrating the title. But i definitely have a look. If you have any more questions, random or, or football, um, throw them in but the Vlatovic well,
1: Yeah, yeah. caveat everything I said about Vlatovic is that I literally have only seen him on YouTube so they don't show you all the the shy parts they don't yeah. show like so mm. going off that but I do, yeah, but I do remember you watching a
2: few games I do remember you mm. watching a few games and I'm actually coming back and going holy fuck he's good
1: I said, well I've seen the, the highlights one of them really? one player that I did was watching was Renato Sanchez before the Euros yeah, yeah. and all and I said to that. that to you, I'd love him. I think he'd be a perfect genie replacement. And that's who. That's the one who I want. I'm not really... Saul. yeah, he's a he's a brilliant player, but I think there's way too much interest in him now for him to come to us. The way he's just going to be thrown at him will be mental. Yeah. Mm. But I do think Sanchez is one who could really kick out I know he has injury problems and all that, but I think he could be the really, was really...
2: For me, I think um if we, we if we were in there early to get him, I would have liked him to see us get him. Now look stranger things have happened and it could be something down the line and you know, he, he picks instead of looking for massive, massive money, I he, he picks, he makes a football decision rather than a, than a money one. But that happens very rarely, to be honest with you. As much as we like to talk about players coming to Liverpool because they love to play for Liverpool, there's a lot, there's a lot of players, but the vast majority, I think, go because they're offered loads and loads of money. Um, But we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Um, But for me, the Vlahovic thing is just different. And I like that. I like that because something that rings true that a couple of people have said in the chat about people know how to play us and, and I think that did shine through a little bit last season. And I think that was maybe down to the personnel that we had available and the form yeah. we were going through. And, and it's very easy to to revert to a certain type where let's get a wide and lobber in the box and let's fucking hope something happens. And that was yeah. happening with Trent and Robertson a lot. But if you if you actually have a purpose to that with the likes of Vlachovic in there, or maybe someone else, but if you have someone in there that's like, yeah, throw in there. I'm waiting to see, you know, um, a bit like Andy Carroll when he played with Liverpool. When yeah, well, I the think boxer, that's they doing
1: him to... a disservice. Cause, cause no, it, no, I I'm no, looking no, at no. this fella and he's moving around like a housefly. I'm saying hell, that's not right. This fella is six foot odd. He's a, how mobile is he? So he's a bit of an alien a little bit, looks like look, a bit like Holland. Like Haaland is yeah. deceptively like when you look at Holland, you think that things like rock. He's a monster. But the fella yeah. the fella he's like a top on moving
2: across He's so
0: fucking good. Yeah. Like, if you want to dream sign in this summer, it's him.
2: He's yeah, no, that amazing. That's the profile
0: of Lavage. Now, I take Vlávige over Haaland every day, but that's the profile of Lavage. Lavage is that. You can do that one, actually, that win win Mbappé, Mbappé Haaland.
1: Haaland all day. They'll yeah, because i tell you what, day, Mbappé. Mbappé, Mbappé, and I'm not just saying it because we're well, not getting him, obviously. He's a
2: massive groin tear away from his career.
1: Being Mbappé is a hamstring away from being Michael Owens. God bless him. That's the truth.
2: Yes, uh, 1975, Jamrock says, I (laughs) sent a super chat that I didn't see about narrative. Um, we didn't see it either, both. Um, I'm going to be honest, with you. <laughs> Man, it's not there. But um, if you want to just throw it in as a normal comment about uh, narrative, I'll read it out. Liam Kenny says, "Vlahovic and Jota on the bench battling for a fourth team place can only benefit us and and get the best out of Manny and Bobby again. A solid pursuit to replace Genie, where injured lads back we will smash it." Um that's inter- it's interesting because I, I do feel that if the season starts tomorrow, Liverpool are the team to be. I genuinely believe that. Yeah. Um, with the players that are back and available for us, but in saying that. I know what other teams are going to do. You know you're going to do something. There's loads of rumour around Kane. Um, there's rumour around Grealish. I think Chelsea will definitely do something. Spores are making moves, although can you what do you say about Spores? Arsenal, I couldn't believe I've spent about eighty million. I don't know anyone that they've signed. Um Villa have I genuinely don't. I'm like, what? Like where, when did Has this they happen? They? Who are they? They yeah, bought Ben White,
0: they bought Nuno Tavares, Ben White done. I, I think he way. was gone today. Yeah, um, like, I. I, I the left back. He signed Le, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, that Belgian, no one. The Belgian lad, yeah, Lacomb. He signed him, and they're trying to, they're trying to sign Aaron Ramsdale. That's nah, yeah, I have seen
1: that actually. I Twenty-five million, but that's staggering. Again, this will all yeah. prove that spending means absolutely nothing. But I do yeah. like the signing. I think Ben White's a good player.
0: He's a good He's player, but fifty million and Brighton have a, a sell-on fee and all on that. It's it's a mad. It's a great deal for Brighton In fairness, um, but, but it just goes to show: just. is that going to make a difference to Arsenal? Do they? You know, is Ben White going into that defence? I don't know if that's what they need But look, time will tell. He's a good player. We we spoke highly of him when Liverpool were linked. So I'm not going to change my opinion of him now. Because he's going to Arsenal He's a good player Arsenal are about to
2: offer 18 million rose to 25 million for Ramsdale According to Chris Brack he yeah, he is garbage um, I've stuck a comment up there Haaland or Mbappe Loads of coming in with Haaland A few coming in with Mbappe um, But I just There's something about Haaland For me There's something about him It's the way he carries himself now he's, uh, he's 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 he's. I don't even know the word from him He's an arrogant fucker but yeah, you look, he's, you look he's out hard him, work but, at the same time, there's just something about where I go. Look what happened in Mbappe at the Euros. I think he might be
1: a bit of a soft cock, like yes. the, the Peno and all that. Like, to be honest with you, I think he might be a little bit and I he, don't know. He, getting ratty around and he, getting a bit ratty and stuff. He was saying to Jerry, I think he might be a bit of a soft touch. Now, don't get me wrong, as a talented out this world like 22 years of what age and he has the game on strings, but but Holland is a robot. Mm. Holland is a robot. That, that, mm-hmm. That's that's the, He's just a, he's a killer. And one thing I will say, that I've seen someone go mad about me saying something about Edwards. If Michael Edwards was as good as he was, Holland would have been signed. by Liverpool leaving the ground that night at Anfield because he comes off the bench and runs as ragged and scores mm-hmm. at Anfield in the Champions League for Salzburg. And if they if this this scout network was as good as like if Michael Edwards a statue worthy. He's picking up Haaland from Salzburg. He's using his contact. Because not long after that, did we saw him Minamina from them? So we should have been looking at at the likes of them. And um, people are talking about Rafinha now from Leeds. We should have been getting him from Ren. Mm. This is why we should be looking at the likes of Doku, Vlahovic, before they get that yeah. big move and we have to be pulling them away from these big teams. You know, Especially if you're not claim your
0: league and you're paying. Yeah. A whack on them.
1: I I'm not I'm not discounting everything they've done because they've done really good they've obviously done really good stuff, but you need to be you need to be quick in the draw with these ones, pulling them away to get me before they get the chance. Like oh, Sancho, think- getting a Sancho before he goes to City. I know City may want want them to have the do with us, but they we could have pulled him away there for a little or nothing. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, there's being clever and there's being clever. So I think we can get a little bit better at that in that regard this is where I think probably Nick and Vlahovic now before he goes to UV and you never get him. Yeah.
2: Because mm. well, you never Bobby, leave Italy. Bobby Richmond asks, Lad, how much do you think the Austria trip costs? Is this for the whole club? I don't know. Uh, self-catering, I presume. Um About 40 of them. 500 quid ahead. Self-catering. Yeah. They all have to bring their own crisps. Bring their own. Yeah. Um, bring your own gear. Um <laughs> and all that stuff but, and then you've got they obviously have to pay extra if you want to bring extra luggage or you want to get on the plane forced and stuff like that because Liverpool cheap skates and won't pay for um mm-hmm. for the proper planes and all that propellers on this plane instead of proper engines and all that us say but uh, throw us in a couple
0: of random questions before we go but it's on um, the Haaland one before we finish up, I don't think we had a chance at getting him from Salzburg because Sean's right. We saw him in the Mino shortly after that and we had an arrangement with Salzburg. We have a good relationship with them. The training ground was built based on their training ground. The Red Bull team came, the they went and visited Salzburg. So there was a, definitely a connection there to do it. I think Mino Riola wouldn't have wanted him going to Liverpool at that stage. Probably, like yeah, that. He had his yeah. eye on the move to Dortmund. Yeah, and a this, step for the big one, and that's this. the agent walking. Yeah, it's all right, to Keith. Care.
1: I'm just gonna go back into me into me box now. All right, nice one. That's okay. Well, nah, you yeah. fucking you nah. come
0: on the show with your blades guns hanging out here, he embarrassing yeah, that's me. That's me. That's yeah, me. That's you that's know what? he was like, looking amazing, and then you come on giving it all this. No, Keith is a he's hundred <laughs> percent spot on, and
1: I think we said that last week, didn't we? That he probably like yeah. Royala knew his next two clubs, yeah, Yeah, before he did, and you look at Marlon. So things the very same. So.
0: Yeah, there you go. Look,
2: don't listen to me. Don't listen no, to me. No, listen said, to Sean. He's right. Sean, He's you listen just, to Sean. He's the minister of right. football, Yeah, it? the minister of everything. Right, lads, before we finish up, they're not coming in with random questions that aren't football, so <laughs> fuck them. Um, two players we sign by the end of the window. I want to give. I want you to give me the two players you believe Liverpool will sign by the end of the window. They could sign three, they could sign four, we don't know, but who are the two um, players that you feel Liverpool will sign by the end of the window? Um... Just to give you a chance, uh, Kev O'Sullivan has Nyhouse and Vlahovic. One's,
1: um, one's got to be homegrown.
2: Saul yeah. and Rafina from Micah. Um, Saul and Neto from Mick. Uh, there's more coming in, I'd say. Oh, McGinn and Bowen from Yeah, the that's, that's where I'm, I'm thinking. and
1: Vlahovic from and Bown, I'm
2: thinking. Okay. So, um Keith. Give me the two players you think Liverpool will sign now. Listen, we won't massively hold, these yeah. Teams. Like, I, if it was Graves, I'd hold him. but uh, uh, by the way, um, uh, Motti Tariq says, uh, damn, keep looking good in that short man. You stood, muffin.
0: Nice one, there. No. That's uh, me born to kill. I say it. Stop way, calling
1: man. me, poor Balaki, you shower of.
0: Give me a squeeze of them muscles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who took the jam out of your down <laughs> <up>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, no. uh, wait, Jamrock. Welcome to Jamrock. As far as we must. No, we said I sent it in
2: the normal chat now. Thanks, for I, I haven't seen it. I'm keep looking for his
0: name. But go on, Keith. Give me the two names. I look for two. I I agree with Sardashani I think that has to be homegrown. So I I don't know if it was me picking. I think it will be an unknown and not an unknown, but no one someone that hasn't been linked yet and Vlavich. I think, we're sign I think we're going to sign three. I think we're going to sign three. I think we're going to sign Vlavic. We're going to sign Sol. And we're going to sign another unknown homegrown player. And we're going to get rid of Origi. And we're going to get rid of Shaq. Make space. Okay.
2: No worries. Uh, before I get you with the answer, Shani, I found a comment from 1975. Jamrock, he says, I said that Celtic boy is a social media, media narrative. If you look at the transfer market website for all transfers, it will blow that up. All major players sold, asked to leave our new coach. Yep.
1: Yeah. 100%. And you like, you look at nearly every club, they, it's across, except for the anonymous that are City and Chelsea. And you, know, But
0: even, yeah. even City are raising 100 million this summer, apparently, from yeah. selling shite that no one ever heard of or players that have been out on loan, like Angelino, that you will windfall, Sancho, that you will windfall. Do you know what I mean? And that's why these deals, when you put sell in, are Sell on clauses can come back and benefit you down the line, okay.
2: Um, Jeremiah, the uh, sorry, Verberation says breaking news United are strongly linked with Saul from Atletico Madrid to replace um, Pogba, who looks like but that, would, that would be
1: him. typically United buying the type of midfielder that they don't need, yeah. yeah.
2: James Ward, Prowse and Vlahovic says Jeremiah. I just thought yeah. it was yeah. interesting. Um, nice. Shawnee, two players. I don't. I, I can't get away from Basuma for some reason.
0: Because he's you know, not going anywhere else.
1: Because he hasn't gone anywhere else. And Arsenal are yeah. signing players at a rate of leading nuts. And yeah. if they haven't got him by now, I think Why because not? we have, we were linked to him early on. So I think it might be him. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jared Bound, look, it's not sexy, doesn't make you horny, you know. It doesn't make you horny at all. You might need a few (laughs) blue (laughs) Pfizer, you might need a tray of blueies. But, um, I don't know if if we could get a out, I'd love a Vlahovic. Yeah, Uh, I I don't subscribe to the tree. I think you might be pushing the boat out, Keith. I think that might, if there was a tour, that would probably be a backup right back, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like it's like Gav, you said when you said having a I think that's how you it, off, yeah. off
2: Rangers. Yeah.
1: Like uh, I think that's a great show. Twenty eight year old, he would be delighted to come down and play for Liverpool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like just as a squad option. That's I just all. think he's very similar to Trent. A, bit, a, bit of, a bit of like uh, obviously his wages aren't sky high up north. Yeah, no, I think I think, that, I
2: think you'd, you'd be looking at ten to fifteen million. I think yeah. from, I think it's like, very similar to Trent in the way he plays. He gets forward, he gets assists, he gets goals, he takes penalties, and oh, um, free kicks. If, yeah, it's it's just it's just he pops into my head every so often. Yeah, uh, yeah. James Tiberney because no, but, it, and he's a homegrown player. Just a style of player, yeah. he is.
1: Yeah, and he'd be a homegrown. Yeah, look, it, it, look. If I get away from like this is purely hypothetical, isn't it? Like Bowen, Bowen, I think Bowen could be the wild player, the attacker, but. If it wasn't for injuries, I would have been all over Neto. And if it it wasn't Neto, it would have been Harvey Barnes. And I probably would have been giving Leicester whatever he wanted for Harvey Barnes.
2: I think he's he's
1: fucking brilliant. I think he's an excellent, excellent player. One who's definitely going to go on to another level.
0: And yeah, looks like he'd suit us as well. Yeah,
1: 100%. yeah, he, he
2: has He has that. I think he has a bit of a Suarez vibe off him, the way he plays, the way he runs into players and bashes off them and runs yeah. away. He, yeah, and I'm he's, not saying really he's, he's Suarez level, but he has that kind of feel off. Yeah, yeah. see, like it's very
1: interesting. I think it's going to be him, Gav. I do. Yeah, I think it's going to be him.
2: I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's very interesting because that's that's literally been gone since the, the final whistle last season. You know, when it was all basum was gone, going, was gone, basum was gone, Liverpool are in from, you know, um, Arsenal. Liverpool and Arsenal seem to be the two names that were always on people's lips about them. And, and you see Arsenal have spent, I think it's 80 million, I see. Now, I don't know any of the players. I think I think they're all kind of project players, um, Ben White included. Um, and I kind of look at Basum and go, well, unless Arsenal know this is done, Unless Arsenal simply know this yeah. is done and and they go and get this done directly. They wouldn't have been signing your
1: man Conga wouldn't they? Not like
2: Yeah, I don't know. As but well. then again, isn't 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 Jacket meant to be leaving Arsenal? So they, there He's could gone. Be a couple of yeah, yeah, there could be a couple of spots there at Arsenal. So the Basuma one, um the Basuma one is strange. Like someone asked there, um didn't Basuma put in a transfer request early on? I don't know if he put in a transfer yeah, request. Yeah, well early that was the round.
0: Yeah, um, see, it could be paper talk as well. As we say, you don't believe yeah, everything. Ashley Loranger
2: says Brighton are waiting for a bidding war that might never happen. Yeah, I can't see. He's got it, 50 bidding, million bidding, for Ben White. But a bidding war doesn't happen if it openly looks like the player is looking for a move. And B, he's constantly being linked with Arsenal. You won't get a bidding yeah. war because it's just clubs ago. He's going to Arsenal. So you think Basil Mashani keeps signing three. Um, but Bissouma, I'll make a four.
0: I'll take Neuhaus as well. Okay. Like like oh, Christ, Keith, I like Noihuuse. I like Noy House. Keith back on again. This is a this is a, the, um, <laughs> this is a tribute to the
2: this uh, is a tribute to the recently deceased uh, pro Evo from Keith. Yeah, um oh, Jesus
1: but, that might, that don't they only say that to upset me God, I know Canada. it was
2: brilliant and superstar international superstar soccer was even better um, on the yeah. super nintendo just for the record. Pushawnee assuming Neto, if he hadn't got the injuries, but yeah. you think Neto Bob definitely?
1: net uh, Neto is the business. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I hope he recovers from his injury because you out know, he's deadly. He's fucking deadly. He what I really would have loved to see him is going in far, but mm-hmm. obviously he got injured. But oh, right. God, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, and it's not a good podcast answer, I haven't a fucking clue because I yeah. wouldn't have told you just at this time last year. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But that just, would have been um, laughed out of gaff. So I know, but we laugh at you in a couple of weeks when we watch this back because people will always watch back and then hammer us for it. And that's fair enough. I think, I think it's definitely. I think the right back cover could be something that if, the, if it comes late in the window, they might go into. But a in midfield, midfield, and a forward is definitely. And I think when you look at Salah and you look at Mane and you look at Jota, you kind of have Elliot if he's in the squad. You kind of have your white positions covered if you want to put Ox up there and play him either side and make him part of that, you
0: know, group. Fine. Maybe that's the Neto idea. Maybe the Neto thing is he's the top target. We not that we can't get him now, but let's see what he's like in six months, and then we bring yeah. him in rather than buying a forward now. And they really want Neto because the, all the talk was at the time was Neto was really highly rated. So maybe yeah. that's what they're waiting to see how he recovers. It, it could be, but I think if we're going for a forward, I want to see someone that
2: goes down the middle. I don't. I like all this. You know, we can. He can play anywhere across the front, and I like that. But we have loads of players that can play all across the front. Just give me mm-hmm. someone that plays down the middle. Just down the middle. Mm-hmm. Bobby Farino can only play down the middle for Liverpool, and I'm good with that. I want someone else like that to complement whatever else we have. Harvey Elliott, if he gets in the squad, can play off either side. He can play as a 10. Ox can play as a 10, or play either side for me. He can't play as a 9, in my opinion. You know, Mane, Mane can play as a 10 and off the left or right. Salah can play off the left, right, or as a number 9 if you want. I think I'd love to someone down the middle. So I'll. I'll I'll, I'll jump in on, on um on Vlavage if that's all right. Midfield was I've just seen a name come up there and Goretzka, this, this could be done. Yeah, that's the player. Uh, yeah,
1: that's the player.
0: You have no idea, idea how
2: horny I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, Gretzka. Gretzka has a year left. That's on why I'm doing bicep calls. Yeah. just
0: because of him. <laughs> we saw Shani six weeks ago. He was a scrawny little fucker yeah. but he's on the Goretzka diet now. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was like what's his name? Uh, Barney out oh, of Simpsons. He was. <laughs> fucking, uh, six weeks ago, look at him now. <laughs> but um, what but that no, yeah. He has a year left on his deal, and the talk out of Bayern is that because you've given Matt Sane this big deal yeah. that all the players are rolling in now going oh, I want that as well if you could turn around um, Grafenberg is another name that's in there and I think that's a very interesting if you could turn around to Boyan, or Goretzka, and say listen we'll give you 25 30 million now and you know, you know he's not going to sign for you we we'll give you 30 million now and say to Goretzka, we'll give you 150 grand a week, or whatever it might be, or whatever it is. Um, Goretzka is the dream one for me. I think he has everything, and I mean everything. We so were mad for him before, yeah. you, when we yeah. were trying to get him yeah. from Schalke yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. but look, it's a Goretzka, I think, is a bit of a dream. But one doesn't really, mm, I don't think it does happen for me. Um, House is decent, but I, I'm more, it's more the forward for me. But I, I tell you what, um. If you, if you give me Vlahovic and, and Goretzka, and God, I'm good. No, I've no problem with Renato Sanchez. I've no problem with Saul. No issues whatsoever. Vlahovic and John McGuin. Yeah. He's not
0: homegrown, yeah. so McGinn. he's no use. He's not homegrown. I love
2: McGuin. I
1: don't get the disdain watch John McGinn. Yeah. I think he's a brilliant you know, player. I think, he's I excellent. think if, his name, if his name was John McGuin, you know, we'd be yeah. all mad for him. And yeah, he'd you know, fit
0: into our team like a bleeding glove. Yeah, he's well.
1: an excellent footballer. Like, he's not. Let's
2: see. Some
0: of the Let's show you're happen.
1: saying, Trowney, yeah, L- like the, the, the lads are saying about Bellingham, like, there's another one we missed the boat on. United was showing him around and tried to get him, like, you know, what yeah. I mean, John
2: says United are offering 20 million a year for Goretzka, apparently. Yeah, sounds about well right. mm-hmm. Yeah, well, look, we'll have to wait and see. There's going to be loads of stuff going on in regards to transfers over the next five weeks, isn't it? Um, yeah. but you look, know, four day had, for all was it a
0: five day low, yeah, yeah,
2: year deal? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, <laughs> but we have to let we leave it there Um just to let you know, check the show description for the Sienna stuff. Um The tickets are selling well, but not well enough in their opinion. If you know anybody that runs a podcast or is in any way in the media or whatever way that you can help this out and take this on with us to promote it daily, weekly, monthly, wherever it might be, let them know. Um, this isn't about us. It's not about the LFC. Yeah. Trip. It's about getting as much word out there. So if, I don't know. Who's that fella in America, Johnny, that does all the deadly podcasts? Fellow that interviews in the ring. Joe in Rogan. Fella, Joe Rogan. If Joe Rogan wants to take this on and tell people to buy tickets, um, they absolutely can. Um and anybody like that is welcome too. But look, the she's nearly halfway there in our money. So we want to when we get over that halfway, we want to push it again. But the link is in the right. description. You can also go to the um the GoFummy if you want to donate that way. And it's one ticket um is 1 euro to sell out Anfield 53394 tickets um coming up this week the forum is tomorrow. The midweek fixes move to Tuesday. I haven't told Jamie that yet, but he's probably won't. <laughs> Um The transfer agenda show will be on Wednesday uh, because Liverpool play Thursday, and we'll have our pre-match and post-match. We had our 1st pre and post match um, on Friday, mm-hmm. and the lads done brilliantly for our fourth time on the channel. They were absolutely excellent. So more of that to come on Thursday. Friday we'll have a night off. Saturday we'll have a night off, and we'll be back here on Sunday. Hopefully, Grizz has swam home by then, and yeah, um, might be doing the transfer special from a dinghy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, uh, Mayday, from, a far, from a far, from a far, from Dusan Vlajic, SOS, yeah, yeah <laughs> SOS, is he sending out? He's doing, he's doing his. Uh... Holland is on his way there. His medical boy a summer in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Distress the stress flares bomb. all over the place. Banana <laughs> right? And um, that's it. I think. Um, that has been an hour and a half. We, we weren't meant to do all that, were we, lads? Ah, we we had, had a great time, bad. didn't we? We did have a great time. The comments were legal yeah. tonight, weren't
0: they? Yeah, it was. It's what it's all about. Lethal. You know, it's what it's all about. We mightn't read them out all the time, but we do appreciate them all coming in. And Red, Steve. Do, Red Steve says, "Go on, sorry. No, no, I was just saying that we appreciate the comments and the people that are in there making the effort, so... Absolutely, the and
2: they were absolutely brilliant tonight. we tried to read out as many as we possibly could. Red steve asked, new layout coming back, up? The new layout out there coming back. We tested the midweek fixture in the week and it went extremely well. Um, one thing I will say to you is, though, people are saying, you know, I can't see it on the phone. And I, it's impossible to, impossible, to um, design a YouTube layout that suits people on a desktop, on an iPad, and on a phone, both looking at it the normal way and turned on its side. It's impossible. You can't get... We're making the graphics as big as we can so you can read them. So we can't do that and have a live chat down the side. It's just impossible. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to make us as small as we can on the screen to give the emphasis on the um on the graphics. So if you can see the graphics, we're good. And if you can if you turn your forward on the side and it still shows the live chat great, but there's no way we can we can design it to make every every um every way possible or every way the same. Who this AC Milano fellow we've been. Frank Oh, Kessie, yeah, yeah. we get into that during the week. we get into that during the week. Um, that played him. Red Steve. Craig, <laughs> Red <Stave's>, Craig <laughs> Day with Pelican <laughs> Falcon, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Red, impossible <laughs> is nothing, Gav. I've faith in you. Well, Red, Red Steve, it's designed and um, there's nothing more we can do with it, I'm being honest with you. But over the next week or two, um, before the season starts, we will have a fatback four, we will have a forum, and we will have a carnage with the new format. And going into the season, they will all have the new format. So, we're just trying to pick the right dates to test them when lads are available and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, shani the minister for graphics and everything else, I said the, the midweek fix was fine. So hopefully, we pass this test when it comes to the forum. Um, no, I was better than fine. It was The fatback four yeah. and the carnage. So, um, and by the way, you did suggest changes to the midweek fix, like make them bleeding comments bigger. We've made the comments bigger. Okay, make those graphics bigger. We've made the graphics bigger. Sean, he said to me, get rid of them circles. And this is exactly what he said to me, right? Because the funniest thing I heard, he said, see that social media page. And I said, yeah, he said. Can you change them circles to kind of long rectangles and put the lads in them? I went, yeah, and he goes, Grand, because it looks like the four of them are looking out the window with SpongeBob's gap. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so that's why we've changed that, if anyone was wondering, all right. So that's that has excellent. been that has yeah. been the fat for um thanks for joining us. The comments have been amazing. The amount of viewers watching has been amazing. Don't forget to support Sienna, and we'll talk to you during the week over and out.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network